0: So, Mom, what, what got you started on your musical journey?
1: Man, to be honest, I have to probably get out to my grandma for real. For real, uh, it's a long story, but uh, my mom passed away when I was younger, and uh, my grandmother took me and my brothers in. And uh, through her being an educator and things like that, she had uh, put us in a lot of different programs. And so, one of the things that stuck with me was music. Weird, so man. I just kept going with that. So, weird. what was
2: your first? Like, what was the first thing that attracted you to music? Like, was it an instrument? Was it
1: a certain Honestly, song? Honestly, I wasn't thinking nothing about music. Like you already know what it was. We was man, playing basketball back in the yeah. day. Like, I would, me and him was fighting over trying to be Chris Paul, bro. Like, <laughs> how you feel
2: about him going to the Suns, though. Bro, you're not you're not fucking
1: with it. I just want my I just want my man to get a ring. Get a ring. That's, That's all, all I want. We want he deserved it, bro. He deserves it. It's been too want. long. Been too long. But
2: the Suns is a good team,
1: though. I mean, they straight. They straight. They yeah. straight. He's, he's no, gonna be all right. He's
0: no Rajon Rondo. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Relax, relax. disrespect, man. Right. So, you said like, uh, did your grandma like help you play music in the house that acquired your taste, or?
1: Man, my mom was more so like my musical influence. I guess you would say she just played music around the house and things like that. I remember those those memories like vivid, very vivid. Like every Saturday, you know how it is. Yeah. Black families every Saturday yep, you got Saturday the music mo- going on, cleaning, cleaning in the house. You know what it is. You got that certain playlist. My mom playlist was that Mary J. So that's all I was hearing. Mary J. Some Ice Cube. All that type of stuff. I was listening to some Mary Dope. J earlier. <laughs> and the shower vibes. Shower vibes, though. That's what's nah, good. but my... I would say, though, my grandma, she pretty much... Um, I didn't really have an interest in it. I, I wasn't looking towards it. I was trying to play sports just be like my older brother. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My grandma, she forced her hand, I guess you would say. Where? And, like, she the type of person, if you in something, you ain't getting out of it. Like... You know so I just had That's to stay valid. with it. The okay, first instrument we did was like drums. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Hated right. it. I hated it. I how, didn't know how to do it. Like 10. Okay. Yeah, I was like 10 years old. Absolutely hated it. I thought I was never going to do music. But some like she found this lady in Buffalo. This uh older black lady. Her name is Miss Ella Robinson. Okay. And she pretty much like broke it down to me in a way I understood when I was a kid and it made me it made it fun for me.
0: Dope. Dope. So I just kept going with it. Shout out to Miss
2: Ellis. So you said that was ten. So what grade was that? I was going into fifth grade. So you were already at PA then?
1: Nah, actually, it's crazy. I literally uh, started piano like halfway through my fourth grade year, and I used that to audition to get into PA. Mm-hmm. So it was like it happened so crazy.
0: Yeah, that's fun. It's funny because like we was talking before the uh, oh yeah and the PA show.
1: perform arts for the people that's not from oh, Buffalo. Yeah,
0: that's a high bad. school. <laughs> yeah, so. What's well, so we was talking before the show, and it's like I went to PA. I went to PA starting fifth grade too, and I got in for piano. But it's like I did the auditions, all that. You mm-hmm. play the piano? I, once upon a time. I look, know it, that. look at that! Look yeah. at that! Every day. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm musically inclined, and it's the funny thing about it. <laughs> I not go that far. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> the funny thing about it is like we was laughing about it because when we got to PA, it's a musical school. Every music room Denver got a piano in it, but they didn't have piano lessons. There was no, <laughs>
1: there was no actual focus on piano, nothing like that.
0: That's it's, it's Yeah, it was,
1: it was a little... It was interesting, for sure. Like, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Like, because as a little kid, you hear about a school like that, you're thinking, like, high school musical before high school musical yeah, type thing. Right. Like, you're about to walk in there, and everybody just doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. No, nah, it, it really wasn't that type of vibe. It was more like, they try to get you prepared for, like, that professional... If you're trying to go to a concert background, like you uh-huh. want to do the Philharmonic or something like that, like they, they get you prepared for that type of
0: life. Word. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Frank Shinta. You Facts. Know what I mean? Facts. OG. <laughs> Shout out Frank Shinta. Uh, best last, yeah. best teacher
1: in PA history. Fact. What did teacher. he teach? He was a music teacher.
0: Yeah, choir, um, piano. Uh, he had a residency in uh, Vegas. Bro, they had a Vegas residency for um, a while. Like,
1: he, he, OG legend uh, for sure for sure <laughs> so you said oh, yeah, i was yeah. to
0: keep that still <laughs> <laughs>
2: so you said that you was also hooping too so like what was that struggle like of balancing playing the keys being piano at pa and then you want to be a hoop hooper or go to the league like that was your that's, that that's was why your i left that's first. why i left pa
0: bro
1: i i was, I was literally about to say that I was, <laughs> I left every PA day was back. a constant battle on if i'm gonna stay at this school or if i'm gonna leave because it's like Everybody know it, it wasn't a school for athletics. You know what I'm saying? That was not the school to go if you're trying to go to the league, <laughs> go D1, none of that. But if you're trying, to, you're trying to get a job, you know what I'm saying? You want to be a dancer, artist, something like that, that's a cool school for you. But in terms of at, nah, athletics, no. Nah. So it's like the constant battle every day. Because it's not like, I definitely had hoop dreams. You already know what it was, yeah, bro. We had yeah, crazy yeah. hoop dreams, bro. I wanna,
2: I, um, I don't know if I'm going to say it now, but I want to get to the moment where you like, you know what i <laughs> The moment <laughs> when you realize this is happening <laughs> oh you was there i forgot but i don't know if
1: you want to go there that was a crazy day man
0: let me see so you was at pa they grooming unknowingly like they grooming you to be a musician yeah and being around creatives and i feel like that's that's kind of like what helped me be in this position now like i can relate to any artist it was like I was in these was my friends in grammar school,
1: yeah, especially when you've been there all that time, yeah, and yeah, then we had
0: so many talented musicians come out of there, so it's like, it's like oh, yeah, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing, like mhm, so, so once you stayed, you I remember we talked about uh they didn't have piano lessons, so you were they put you in choir,
1: yeah, exactly, so because they didn't have a piano major, essentially, they had uh put me in different programs, so in the music major, they had like you got band orchestra what else they had like guitar so pretty much they gave me an option to go through which one because they didn't have nothing specifically for me so i originally chose guitar so that led to me playing all the other instruments that i play so from there because i couldn't do piano i had to pick something else so i started with guitar then from there didn't like that went to the band started playing clarinet didn't like that then eventually they put me in the choir
0: who was that dude name who had the guitar uh
1: uh, Mr. Strauss. I was gonna
0: say Strauss. Yeah, I will yeah. like, to say it was Strauss, but yeah, yeah, yep. He was cool, dude. That's one thing I wish I would took advantage. I would have did uh, like bounce around to a couple different instruments yeah. and stuff. Because when I was there, I was at the old building, and like before we transferred over, then I noticed a lot of people were like going from dance or like dance to music and mm-hmm. music to art. They would allow people to interchange, and then like the communications department became big, Fact. and it was just like. That's when I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, that all new equipment, everything.
1: Like, it started getting real crazy for sure. Weird. But they definitely, I don't know what it was. I don't know why they took that away. Like, they mm-hmm. made it more uh, strict for you to like go across majors and stuff like that. Now, Explore. They, they yeah.
0: just re implemented that type shit?
1: No, nah, it's like they don't do it at, like they used to, yeah. I guess you would say. Okay. Because okay. it was more open yeah. back at the old building. You could definitely just go to different majors and stuff like that, see what it's about. Mm-hmm. But at the new building, it was more like, maybe we'll let you try out. We'll tell you <laughs> what major to try out. Uh, yeah, that's right.
2: That's whack. So, so did you think about, did you think about leaving PA going into high school so that you can focus more on yes. what your actual dream was?
1: Yes, I did. So I how did that because
2: uh, clearly you didn't. Uh, man,
1: me and my grandma was sitting there talking one day um, because what started happening was I started playing basketball with my man's Dante right here. We started doing this. Uh, what, what do we call that? That that, that little, basketball team. That league that we was in with Tim yeah. well, Yeah. Like, that's where it all started, right there. It started right there. That's where the hoop dreams began. Me, mm-hmm. and I met him. It was crazy because he liked Chris Paul. I liked Chris
0: Paul. <laughs> it was over <laughs> after that.
1: Over after that. Then from there, it was just like, I just always wanted to play basketball. I always wanted to hoop. I always wanted to do sports. And my grandmother, one day, she gave me the option. She had put it on the table for me pretty much and it was like, I could either go this route. You could go to the private school route and focus on athletics, or you could go this route and do your music. Mm -hmm. And at the time I'm a kid, but she gave me the option. So it was like, it was a tough choice, but at the end of the day, I chose the music.
0: Which private school?
1: She had me going to Canisius because my family, my family came from Canisius. So it was like, I had the option to go. She was going to pay for it and all that stuff. But it was like, that's dope. So what was it that went into that decision of you
2: picking music?
1: I don't know. Like after, from the time that I went from fifth grade to eighth grade, going into high school, it was more like I started falling in love with it from being at PA, being at PA, just being around creatives every day. People just pouring into you, telling you like, yo, you could really do this. And then seeing people coming into the school and just coming in doing lectures and all type of stuff, it just gave you inspiration. For real. Yeah, That's
0: dope. So did you say like, okay, in high school, you say you, you started dabbling with, you already knew how to play piano, mm-hmm. uh clarinet, ba- yeah. bass, yeah. So, like, at that point, did you, in high school, did you start taking it serious? Or was it until, like, you left?
1: I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even take it serious in high school. Like, I still was low-key on hoop dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, all throughout uh, high school, <laughs> I low-key was still on hoop dreams. I was playing, uh, like, AAU, all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. So, it was like, I still had hope for that, low-key. So, I wasn't really going, so, like, crazy with it. But I would guess you would say I was more I was more uh, focused on, like, the end goal. You know right. what I'm saying?
0: Okay, okay. So boom, you graduate from Hutch you graduate from uh performing arts. Yeah. Well did you continue to do concerts? Did you continue to just what was that? What was that decision making point like?
1: When I graduated from PA, that's when that's when I seen the real world for real for real. 'Cause at PA mm-hmm. it was like it was like you in a school full of people. That's all Creatives. All creatives. But when you go into a college, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. So my first choice of college, I went to Kenesha's. So they gave me a merit scholarship. So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to just go out here. I got a scholarship here. I ain't got to pay no money. So I'm going to just see what's good. That was the worst experience (laughs) ever, like ever in my life. Because one, it was like, I went to a place that was unfamiliar. And two, I was in a class where it was only like 50 black kids in the whole school. So it was like, that just automatically culture shocked me right there. Because it was like around the corner from my house. I live in a neighborhood. I never even thought about something like that so once I went to the school and I seen it I was like oh wow like this is really close to home like this is how it is hmm. so then from there I started trying to see if they had like a music program stuff like that they didn't even have no music program at Canisius so then I went there for no reason pretty much Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm sitting there in college wasting a semester pretty much trying to figure out what to do then my man calls me one day my man's Josh Young shout out to Josh Young shout out Mike he called <laughs> me one day I'm talking to him and he goes like yo you ever heard of Fredonia I'm like Nah, what is for Never heard of the school, then like never mentioned it, none of that stuff. Started looking it up. I was like, Oh, they got music industry, all this good stuff. Oh, that's Man. exactly what I want to do. Applied to that joint, got in there, and that was pretty much it for right there.
2: So where did you was Kenesha's your first choice? What was your like dream school, original choice you wanted to go?
1: Why are you doing this to me, Dante? <laughs> why are you like why are you doing this? You know my dreams. I feel, like <laughs> it's
2: a, I feel like it's a pivotal moment in your story, bro.
1: Man, Syracuse University, man. That was my dream school. That was my dream right there. That's where I really wanted to go.
0: That was my first choice. Word, word. So we got to, uh, you got to, <laughs> you got to, you got to, the story. to, you got to move on. A. Hooper, A. Hooper down from the city, want to go to Q's and ball out. Yeah, but it's a story behind why <laughs> he didn't want to go anymore, but we should go move on. It's all good. It's all good. So, boom, you land, land you in Fred. <laughs> <laughs> you landed Fredonia. Did you, uh, were you in the music program? Were you auditioning or did you just go to like uh, communications type shit?
1: I thought I was going to try to go out for the music program when I originally got there. But then when I found out they had a music business like type of program, I was like, okay, let me try that out. Let me try to see what the background of the music is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I've always been doing performing and stuff like that. So I, was, I thought to myself, like, what about, what do managers do? What do lawyers, like, what do they do? Okay. You know what I'm saying? The people that really make the money, make them make the plays happen. So I was like, okay, let me go through here and see what's, what I can learn. Then from there, I met uh, one of the biggest teachers that actually influenced me to do what I did was Mister Shapiro. It was mm-hmm. his; uh, he was a lawyer, an entertainment lawyer, and he was teaching a course about contracts one day. And that pretty much opened my eyes right there because I, once I seen the law, and he started breaking it down, and how music really get like played, and how mm-hmm. people make money off of streams and stuff like that, it just it made everything make sense to me. I was like, "Oh, okay." Right.
0: I think I met him. I met him once. I was like, because I was at when I was in Fred the name recently. sounds familiar yeah but
1: he's in my opinion he was the best teacher i ever had, I ever had there like forever
0: that's that's a blessing most people don't get to <laughs> don't get to experience the experience information from a real lawyer to yeah. tell them the do's and the don'ts what to look out for mm-hmm. and like that's what a lot of our what got us really starting this podcast was like making sure you know what you're doing on the business X. side of music as well as creating good content
1: yeah it's a tough process for sure because it's like the the creative part, that's cool. But when it comes to the business part, that's where people get really messed up. Mm-hmm. And you don't wanna get, have yourself out here getting in your yeah. suits and all mm-hmm. type of crazy stuff just because you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Especially
2: yeah. putting all that time and effort into like your craft, your passion, that exactly. you love. You don't want yeah. people taking advantage of you. Not at all. And just bro. making money off your
0: shit and you're not making nothing. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: gonna you're gonna be sitting there sick, sitting there you sick. Be ten man. years
0: deep. Ten yeah. years deep. Broke. But people, you may be look like the biggest star in the world, but like you, literally, your bank account is on e. Like shit, look at Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was broke, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing in it. uh... He was child star. Got signed when he was like nine, ten. Man, bro, you're. He was getting, he was bleeding him for all his.
1: Uh, All these deals out here is like. It's just everybody looking for their own interests. You just got to mm-hmm. know how to figure it out and read it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know how to negotiate. And once mm-hmm. you learn that skill, it changed the whole game.
0: No, nah, that's a But a lot
1: of people got it. It do take a lot of time, though, it, like a lot of studying, a lot of time yeah. to get to that point. But it's like it's necessary for a yeah. group. I,
0: I was just chilling yesterday and I was like, I stumbled across. Well, I ain't gonna say I stumbled across. I got put on from my uncle. He put me on to uh, just collecting royalties through the uh, through the radio. Mm. and it call, it takes, it's a whole other thing outside of ASCAP, outside of BMI, like, yeah. outside of song trust. like, you gotta get these other shits. There's so many entities run. out there, like, yeah. there's
1: so many places you can make money Why you wanna miss out on it, you know what right. I'm saying? So it's like, if you don't know about it, you gonna miss out on so much money. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting there wondering why this person over here making this much with a song that's probably not as good as yours, and you just wondering, sitting at the house, like, dang, what did I do wrong? And it's like, you ain't, you ain't look, you ain't look hard enough. It's so much, especially now with technology is going crazy. Mm-hmm. There's so many different
0: platforms to get paid from. Fact, like use them all. And yeah. there's so much information out there to where you can learn to mm-hmm. how to get paid from those websites. Fact, fact, and shit's so tech driven now. <clears throat> who mentioned it? Um, I can't remember who mentioned it, but they was talking about how it was like South by Southwest, and you know how all the artists come out tour, do their music and shit. Mm. But he noticed that there was no music industry label people there mm. they came the next week for the south by southwest tech tech uh festival mm. where they talking about all the technologies and shit that's gonna be coming in and changing did change game so it's like mm-hmm. they know where they know where the shit is at like how many of them artists do you think stayed that extra week that's interesting to understand the new tech that Man, they i want to know who said that yeah i can't remember it was yeah somebody shout out to them <laughs> to shout out to them
1: no, nah, this industry is definitely changing, but people just got to be hip to it. Cause if you're not, you're going to get left behind. That's it's going to be, it's going to be, it's changing real quick, real quick.
0: Right before our eyes, bro. This information yeah. age, bro. And like that's, that's one of the reasons we got teamed up with our partnership, with our sponsorship uh, from uh, Guapcoin. coin. Shout out to y'all boys. Shout Guap out to y'all. Yeah. And it's like, this is where music, everything is going to be getting shifted to be digital. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to be able to have your digital identity on point. You have your business stuff on point. Rex. And knowing how to operate that separate from your other stuff. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So it's like you're gonna have your personal taxes and you have you should have your business entity taxes. Like mm-hmm. I was I was reading uh you have a like a LLC type thing. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I was literally just about to get into that after you mm-hmm. just said that. So the hardest part for me was trying to figure out how to legitimize myself. So, for years, I was going out here just freelancing as a musician. Mm -hmm. So, from that, I was always getting hit with the crazy taxes. But I'm a young kid, so I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting here every year, everybody around me getting refunds and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, why am I getting hit so crazy? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm an adult getting Mm -hmm. hit with thousands of dollars. And I'm sitting here like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Then one day, somebody was explaining to me, like, what a 1099 was. Mm -hmm. That's all I used to get all the time. But I just never knew what it was. So... They was explaining to me like, yo, you've been an independent contractor for pretty much all the time you've been doing music, so once I learned what an independent contractor was and that's led me into the law, so it's like mm-hmm. once you learn what an independent contractor is, it's like yo you really your own business already mm-hmm. now you just gotta legitimize it and make it into a a corporation or an entity mm-hmm. like that so you could give your funds like how you just saying mm-hmm. like don't commingle your bread, do not commingle. <laughs>
0: <funds>. <laughs> yeah, you gotta learn how to have a business entity to separate yourself from your natural friends Cause I studied law too. It just, ha- it didn't happen to be, uh, necessarily just with music. Mm-hmm. I was just learning in college, just studying, reading whatever I could. That's and it really, it realized like how you can use, uh, the analogy that was given to me, is like using a glove. So it's like, as an artist, if you, se- uh, my name is, uh, Nelson Clark. I'm an artist. I'm gonna call myself Nelson Clark. Boom. I'm on everybody's track. Now they can't separate Nelson Clark, the person. From Nelson Clark, the artist. Mm-hmm. That's why they you got stage names. But if you can take your stage name, create that as a, a business entity, that's your glove. Exactly. Nelson Clark operates. The artist, I do this. It's uh, the veil
2: right there to protect all your assets. Protect exactly. So they can
0: When they talk about, oh, you owe this many in taxes? No, Nelson Clark doesn't owe that many in taxes. Uh, the artist, mm-hmm. whatever name you let's say, uh, side effects. That's gonna that that business entity that Nelson Clark controls. That business owes that. Mm-hmm. That business I own. That shit. That shit could go. Oh, I'll file for bankruptcy. I don't gotta do. I, I don't owe none of that. And
1: that's when the game changed. When people yeah. learn stuff like that, it's like mm-hmm. you gotta learn to be great. You gotta study degrees, right? That's what they say. So it's <laughs> like people look at people like Donald Trump. I gotta put him in there because he's one of the greatest business minds, bro. Like it, it's sad to say it, but it's like no, buddy, you're gonna get canceled, <laughs> Hey, bro. <laughs> Name me another person that went bankrupt that many times and got it all back, every it's time. But it's a strategy. People can
2: every see, time, bro. Fifty, fifty. He did probably it. didn't really need to, because it's different. It's different levels and forms of bankruptcy too. Exactly. He, everybody just think that oh, he filed bankruptcy. He got no more money. He broke. No, it's not the case <laughs> I, at all. I'll
0: be there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, You're absolutely right. I have no money <laughs> for the record.
2: Because <laughs> like you was about to bring up, fifty filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, he mm-hmm. just Everybody knows 50 is a fucking millionaire. 50, bro. <laughs> did
0: the vitamin water deal? He got, what, like, damn near like 100 million. Uh, very shortly after that, they said, yeah, 50 cents, go, uh, uh, you owe this money in taxes? Oh, hell no, I'm broke. This, I'm bankrupt. All the money you see in these videos, stage props. Uh, my name is Kirby Hold Jack. on, did
2: he just recently do that?
0: He, it, it might have happened. More. No, this, I remember this was a little bit before. Uh, this a few years ago, though. But I know yeah, he so had that water body water. was way before that. <laughs> I'm saying he might have did it more than once. <laughs> Shit, Kurt, 50 Cent may owe you that money, but Curtis Jackson, nah, I don't think, nah. He, he's in control of this business entity. This business entity can be bankrupt, and I'll keep my all my assets.
1: Nah, that's very important, especially if you're a freelance person. Like, if you're out here in the field as a creative, you have to know yourself that you already are a business because mm-hmm. you're already presenting yourself, you're giving your craft, you're giving your intellectual property. Once you give that out, you already given a form of your ownership out. Yeah. So you have to get make sure that you set yourself up right to be able to get paid from that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it
0: is. That's a fact. Wear your gloves. No gloves, yeah. no love.
1: Because if you don't do that, you're just going to get, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get screwed over. Because yeah. I was out here for a long time. Like I said, I was out here as a young kid, just going playing at different churches, playing at, that's where I really started. Yeah. So from PA, it's like my piano teacher led me into playing gospel music.
0: Hmm. So from
1: there, I started playing at different churches and stuff like that, me and different people. And that's when I realized, okay, you could really make money doing this. And I was just playing at church. I was like, yo, you could make money doing this. Because mm. that's when I started getting paid. I was like, okay. So if I just play piano, I could literally just pay my rent. I could get a car off there. i like, okay. <laughs> so how- shout out grandma. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's the first the time I realized. Like, after high school, that's when I was like, okay, I could really get paid off this. I wasn't thinking nothing about getting paid off music. Like, nothing. No, like, I never even thought that was a possibility. Even that's- when you were in high school? Nah. Like, the route that I was going, like, I wasn't trying mm-hmm. to be no, oh, no yeah, artist yeah. or nothing like that. So, it was, like, the route that I was going, I didn't think there was no money really in it. Because I was trying to be more, like, a, a teacher. Like, mm-hmm. I, my passion is really teaching. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like doing that. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, with my company, I provide services like that. So, right now, I do lessons for, instrumental lessons for piano, guitar, bass, stuff like that. And That's we're right. trying to provide, like, a subscription service online. So, it's like, using content to, to your advantage, pretty much.
0: That's hard. Right because yeah. I'm I did teaching like I'm finishing my student teaching right now to like to this day yeah man so it's like it just happened to be in a different different lane that's mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah my passion, uh, that's the, my true passion right there is teaching for real so so yeah. so you you said earlier uh you got to study the greats and learn from the greats who what what uh musicians did you look at when you're creating your business model for your for your brand
1: now that that was the tough question right there because around me this was the hardest part. Around me, it's not a lot of musicians in this city that I've came across that had their stuff set up as a business entity. So for me, it was like, OK, I have to figure out how to do this the best way I can. So with the little bit of knowledge that I had from me going to Fredonia, I took that upon myself and just started researching every day, going to the library, trying to figure out, like, how can I do this? Like, how mm-hmm. can I figure this out? So one day I came across this book and it was pretty much talking about like how to form an LLC. So, once I got into that, it just took off. So then I started going to these, uh, what do they call them, CPAs. Mm-hmm. I started talking to a CPA, and she was pretty much telling me, like, yo, you could write off all this stuff on your taxes. She started giving me the game. I was like, yo, I could do this.
0: Yeah, just for those ones. Yeah, I was I was like, was just... CPA certified public accountant.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it was like, soon yeah, as soon as I went to her and she. i recently, too. Bruh, as soon as. They broke down all those deductions. I was like, yo, I could have been doing this for all these years. Mm-hmm. Changed the whole game for me. I immediately went to go, like, learn how to file a business. Yep. You know what I'm saying? because <laughs> like, she gave me all the, all the ins and outs. And it was like, it makes, it's a no-brainer at that point. Yeah. Like, why would I keep paying this money to the government when I
0: don't exactly. got to? Exactly. You know better, you do better. <laughs> Shit. We're exactly. in the information age, too. So it's like, artists, young artists, if you focus in and, like, you really care about your craft and you don't want to get messed over by this industry... You need to read up on that business. And even if you're not conducting it and you have somebody else doing it, read up on it. So you at least a little bit familiar. Mm -hmm. And then so you can double check these other people's work. You see how Kanye bag went crazy once he started doing it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, what was another thing? And you should
2: always dive in. Like you should always (laughs) learn the skill or at least like the basis of a skill before you hire somebody else to do it.
0: like that's something I I agree with that wholeheartedly
2: even if you're not going to become a master of it you should know the ins and outs or know like the beginning steps like mm-hmm. say for instance if you hire somebody to, to do your cover art you should know the work it takes to go on Illustrator Photoshop mm-hmm. to like craft something like that yeah. so you know they not robbing you yeah, exactly I'll hit you
0: with an administrative
2: fee yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, bro, you I, know. I've done this before I know how much I don't know how much time <laughs> it takes I'm hiring you for a reason but mm-hmm. yeah. you're not about to take advantage
1: of it no you definitely gotta know you definitely gotta know one of the uh, these books I'm reading right now this uh, Tony Robbins Money Master of the Game mm-hmm. so it was this quote in there from this guy named Ray, Ray Diallo he was pretty much saying, like, when you go into the jungle, he was calling the jungle like the stock market, mm-hmm. pretty much. So he was saying, when you go into the jungle, the reason I succeed is because the first question I ask is, What don't I know? Mm. So when you ask yourself before you go into anything, What don't I know about this? That's when you're going to get the answers. That's so it's like, That's when I heard that, I was like, Okay, that's that just that unlocked the key for me. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm good now. That's I'm going to go. Gym. Knowing yeah. what
0: you don't know. Exactly. That's important. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And being able to put people in position who, Y'all may not relate, but they know that thing exactly way better than you do. So, you want to find something maybe we can relate on a personal level, maybe we can relate on a spiritual level type shit. Mm-hmm. And you also do this task that I need very well. I'm bringing you into the fold, mm-hmm. I, and you can handle that aspect. And I'm going to handle this because I'm passionate about this, you passionate about that. Mm-hmm. That's how you really that never strong, can affect, that never
1: can affect is real. And I didn't even realize that when I was in college. Because if I, I would have knew this stuff that I knew now, I would have went even crazier in college. Because, <laughs> like, it was so many times that anything could happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't start doing events. The first time I even did an event in college was, like, my year when I was about to get pretty much, like, kicked out. <laughs> I didn't even, oh, I didn't even say that. I didn't graduate from Fidelia. Did not graduate from Virginia. Got kicked out. Let me let me put that in there. <laughs> I definitely got kicked out. But it was more like... After I got kicked out, that's when my life went crazy because mm-hmm. that's when the experience came into play. Because that's even though when I got kicked out, I still ended up becoming a teacher at a certified school. So um. when I got there, I was like, okay. So now yeah, yeah. I know that this paper, it only means a certain thing because experience comes into play too.
0: A doubt. So once you
1: had that in there, it's like, you just have to have an even amount.
0: Yeah, it always experience always trumps a little piece of paper to say, hey, hey I did this. You know what I'm saying? Without, it's, that's just real life shit.
1: And I got, definitely got to throw this in there, too. I definitely encourage everybody to look this up, for real, for real. It's crazy that a school would charge you 40000 whatever their case may be, for their tuition, and it really only costs you sub $1,000. I'm going to say that one more time. It costs you sub $1,000 to start your own business. Mm-hmm. And you can make as much money as you want. That's
2: a fact. Yeah. Because in school, they're, they're basically training you to be an employee. Throughout bro. the whole process. They're training you mm-hmm. to work for somebody else. Some kids. And obviously, you, everybody has to work for somebody at some point because you learn a game, but you're not meant to be an employee your whole life. No. Yeah, that's, the
0: whole, that's not, the, that. motto, that's that's not whole, the model, bro. The whole structure around public schooling is sit in a place, sit in a chair for eight hours so you can, when you go your ass go to work, you can sit in a cubicle or wherever else for eight hours. For so 40 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely don't fall for that trap. It's but definitely.
2: who are... Or do you have anybody else that's a part of your team that's helped you uh that, yeah that's still continuing <laughs> to help you
1: yeah right now uh so i started a couple different ventures i guess you would say through the years and right now currently i have one person that i'm really working with and that's my brother jordan so he pretty much helps me with all my content he's done all the videos that i've uh been shooting he's helped me with uh developing my lesson plans and things of that nature to like yep. help get these apps going so like i'm trying to really come crazy 2021. Like we had a lot of stuff that we about to drop. That's so it's like, hopefully everybody enjoys it. It's trying to add value to the community. It's not something that's a benefit to me, mm-hmm. but more so I just want to help people.
0: Dope. yeah. Dope. one thing I wanted to touch on, uh, before we continue, it was, uh, about the LLC stuff. Mm-hmm. Like with, if, if anybody has like studied like prints, and he's seen how his, he had disputes with the industry and had at the award shows a slave on his face because his, his record deal was that bad. Right. So they weren't trying to let him out of his record deal. Mm-hmm. So what he did was whatever he created a new business entity. At a member at a at time, it was like it was on that a, symbol on the, on the one that was a symbol. Like that's what, part of Brandon. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you look on this stuff, it started becoming uh, an artist named Prince. Right. Mm. on this project mm-hmm. instead of prince an artist named prince that's a whole nother business entity separated from prince therefore uh prince is signed to the label an artist named prince he's an independent artist you know what i mean he's not signing anybody so if i go under this name now i can create music release it whenever the fuck i want collect mm-hmm. all the money and music. he's
2: making all the music anyway it, all, yeah. and I, I all, make all the, instruments. All the oh, instruments. yeah you know he's making that. so he doesn't so, need any of the people <laughs> to record label yeah I give it's
0: coming right to me oh yeah Prince is still in the record deal he he owes these line of records yeah he'll get to it but I put on the other glove an artist named Prince I'm releasing music whenever I want I could release I sell 40,000 records selling for $20 a pop right, that's a quick meal mm-hmm. in my pocket you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, and like that's why that's why people hated him so much. Like in the industry, hated him after a while. Hated hated Michael Jackson because started owning this publishing. Like mm. it's very like this industry is we've been we haven't been given access and to, access to information. Yes. So they can take advantage of us. And that's, I that's definitely
1: what, agree. That's that's pretty much like my whole model right now is like it took me so long to gain this information. That I feel it's a need for me to be able to give this information in, in way, way shorter of a time span. Mm-hmm. Because from the time I graduated high school to now, it's been, about, it's been about a good six, six, seven years that I've really been going hard with this, trying to figure out how to like craft this and put it all together. Mm-hmm. And the amount of studying I had to do and like going back and forth to these different places... Calling people that don't even answer the phone, cold calls, voicemail, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's a whole bunch of it just leaves you on a rat race. So it's like, I would rather help somebody not go through all that. Like just don't go through exactly. all that. I'll give you exactly what is going on. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could call these different places, that's exactly what it, it is. is. So I'm just trying to offer a service pretty much. I'm gonna be the middle. So are
2: you aiming for like a certain demographic or age group that you're that you wanna help mostly?
1: Honestly, I'm trying to really my demographic that I'm seeing, because I'm a, I'm a person that comes from the east side of Buffalo, so it's like, in my neighborhood, I noticed what I didn't have was there was no centers in my neighborhood. There's no centers for no type of arts activities. You couldn't That's go that. nowhere and do nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? You might find a, a YMCA, but it's ne- definitely not near your house. You're definitely going to have to take a bus, a train, or something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want to be the person that comes into those communities, those underserved communities, and be able to provide that access to that knowledge, that information, another helping hand, and especially because it's like, I'm the same as you. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. came from this neighborhood. So once you give that inspiration to the, to the young people, it's like, they're going to yeah. go anywhere.
0: And and the one thing I'm seeing with this generation, like, cause I'm, I'm older than both y'all. So it's like, I've, I've seen it change in how, uh, this generation like shares information. just so even with social media and, they value like each other more and like, like I'm going to help you on this generation. What are you,
2: what age group are you speaking Uh, of?
0: Technology, like internet, internet babies, people who was born with phones in their hands. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm what I'm bringing reference to is like, even when we saw Kylie Jenner, right. She was close to being the youngest billionaire ever. Mm -hmm. They people, her fans, younger kids, less money than her. they, Yo, let's start going for me for her, so she could become the youngest billionaire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like she's winning, so I'm winning too. Like, cause they care about her, mm-hmm. and it's like that's that's like that's nut. That's kind of nuts for yeah. some people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, if like you talked about sharing information and giving back to the youth and just giving free game, that shit comes back to you. It comes and back it to circulates you. And it everybody. Yeah. Like even when like uh when I met Mauro,
1: mm.
0: I met him. I was like I was damn near done with music by the time I got to Fredonia. I was like, you know what? I know a lot of shit about music. I'm going to give you all the game I know.
1: Mm.
0: Bro, we would talk every, like damn near every day, four or five hours talking just. So you need music that though. shit. You need that. You need somebody to feed off. Yeah. And it was like, I was emptying my cup. That's yeah. how I look. I'm emptying my cup. So, and then even after I gave him all the game I knew, it was just like, well, shit, I'm learning more shit every day. So it's just like, I can't. I'm not, I can't lose.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know what
0: I mean? So like whenever I'm, whenever we do the podcast, I give out free game a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's like, cause I know it's going to come back to me tenfold. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? That's the way the game works. Cause a lot of people think it's just a a matter of trying to get, 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 get. But if you just get and you never give, it's going to be, you're going to gain all those riches, but you're going to lose it just as quick. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. So people that gain these riches, gain these billions, the reason they keep getting it is because they're giving too. Mm-hmm. check check their reports man check mm-hmm. their reports a oh, lot yeah. of these billionaires is definitely philanthropists on some crazy what stuff I, yeah.
0: what I, what I, uh, that's
2: true yeah so you said that <laughs> you got a lot coming in 2021
1: yes sir yes sir
2: and i seen that you on ig you released like a snippet for your track july 8th that you said is coming on your yeah. upcoming project so you want to talk about that soon
1: so pretty much um the reason that i started doing that is uh I've always been working on other people's music and other people's projects, but I never took the time to do something for myself. And something that inspired me was uh, this guy, Robert Glasper. So I listened to Robert Glasper. He that boy. Man, he changed my life real, real. Like, that's what made me realize, like, okay, as a musician, I could still do this and call myself an artist. Like, I Mm -hmm. never seen that before, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, a musician that was, you know what I'm saying? So that changed the game for me. I was like, oh, people really, like, will listen to me, play the piano, like, that was... <laughs> it changed my mind. I never knew people would do that. Yeah. It's like, even though you look back at jazz clubs and stuff like that, yeah. like, you know the old days, but it's like, people listen to this on the radio. Like, if this played on the mm-hmm. radio, people will bump this and not listen to, like, somebody rapping or singing. Like, it's the same type of value. I never knew that.
2: Because that's how your track is on um, Tony Boy's... Yeah, Bumble I was just about to bring D, that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Like, shout out to Tony Boy, too, because he was the first person that, like, really gave me a shot in the city in that lane. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, I was out here doing my thing, trying to just see where I fit in. And a lot of times it was more like people would like me to just come on a project and just, you know, play piano or do whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. And I like that too. It's like being a session musician It's like, it's fun. You get to play on a lot of people's music. You get to meet a lot of different people, mm-hmm. but it's not fulfilling in a sense. Like I'm not doing what I want to do though. Mm-hmm. So this whole time it's like, I've been trying to figure out how do I want to do this? And a lot of my passions is just like, I said, Robert Glasper. So I got like mm-hmm. jazz project coming. I got a, a hip-hop R&B project coming. Come on. So it's like, I got a couple beat tapes that I'm trying to, like, just release out and just see how it goes. Because
0: right. now that I know right. that people really vibe with stuff like that, it's like, yeah. why not try it out? You said something interesting. You said you didn't know a musician could, could be an artist, right? Yeah. So yeah. when, like, I'm a little bit familiar with, like, classical and, like, being at you can see the separation between the, oh, we're, classical musicians you guys are yes art- sir you guys yes, are artists sir. it's a very snobby it is trash it shit. is and like it is glasper for those who don't know he did some <laughs> ill shit where he uh he changed the game he really changed the game he really changed like like no i'm gonna study all your classical stuff first i'm gonna knock it out so you can't knock me i'm gonna have all these accreditations all these experience and then i'm taking it I'm gonna and take then it i'm to taking the it and flipping
1: it crazy <laughs> flipping the game on his head like That's something stupid like between robert glasper and Scott Storch, those are like my mm. biggest idols, real, real. Between Scott the production Storch. production value, Scott Storch all day. Like, yeah. I listen to him all day, and that's pretty much what made me go into the session musician route. Because it's like, it's so, once you learn how to play, and that's what I'm trying to add value, because I learned that once you learn how to play one instrument alone, you're going to make money. Okay. And it's like, there's no way you're not. Mm-hmm. No way you're not. Because somebody's going to need you for something. That's whether nice. it's performing, whether it's doing a track, whether you're doing your own track, trying to get placements. Is is something that's going to give you value? That's yep. hard. Yeah,
2: I always say I wish I'd have learned to play the piano. My mom tried to get me to.
1: Any instrument, for real.
2: Yeah,
0: I I wish I'd have I played the violin for a little, little bit. bit. Come yeah. on, bro.
2: About two three years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I dabble with shit piano, violin, saxophone.
2: I played the sax for a year. I used, to steal, <laughs>
0: I used to steal fucking the the reno the trumpets. Oh yeah, <laughs> used to take them joints, try to play them. Like, I played a little everything. What's the name? Uh. So you said like right now you say you listen to a lot of Robert Glasper. How you feel about like the jazz scene out west right now, like the Kamasi Washingtons, Terrace Martin?
1: Man, I love know. it, for real, for real. I really love the scene because it, like I said, for me being a younger person listening to that, it gave me inspiration to go and like put my foot forward and give like my stuff out there. So it's like for me personally, I love it. Because it, it gave me a whole new inspiration, a whole new lane, a whole new vision to like see exactly what we could do. And it's a niche market right now, mm-hmm. so that means if I get in now, by the time, who knows, the next generation grows up, it might be
0: a, a bigger thing. You know That's a fact. And bro, with everything moving so fast and just in the world, period, is your music gonna reach far, bro? Because like I went to uh, I was in South Africa
2: for mm.
0: uh, on a music internship. Spent three weeks in the studio, three weeks in the business side That's of the fire. label. What's the name? They they go hard with the with jazz. Like in Africa, they still they have the. They, I think Cape Town has like the biggest jazz festival in the world down there mm-hmm. every year. So like they have a bunch of the schools like focused on like jazz. They they love Robert Glasper out there, Kamasi man. Washington.
1: Like it's so, good music, man. Girl yeah, girl.
0: bro. Yeah, man. It's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful time. In natural music uh, instruments is coming back.
1: Exactly, and that's yeah. another thing too. Like I definitely want to point that out. If you go to any of these look up your favorite producer videos, all that good stuff. Everybody, they're trying to tell y'all to stay away from these samples for a reason. Y'all need to listen. They are trying to warn <laughs> y'all to Original stay away from these key. samples for a reason. That's another reason I'm adding that value because mm-hmm. it's like, if
0: you learn well, how to that do that... What's that reason
2: first? What's that reason?
1: You will get sued.
0: <laughs> sued? And if, if they if they let it go, they gonna give me my cut. That's what they did with Juicy. Perfect example. then they
2: take like, didn't you take they like take like ninety five percent from Juice World.
0: I think they, they they left they might have left them ten percent, maybe, and they, that's being nice. They don't have to give you shit. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> that's but, being nice.
1: Like I want y'all, I want y'all to definitely look this up, like for real, for real. Look up first off the uh Robin Thick joint, the uh, uh, Blur lines. lines. Mm-hmm. That's a big one right there. That's a case that changed the game. That was a Marvin Gaye sample, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That joint got crazy. And then also, right now in this current day, her is getting sued by a musician right now. Mm. So the song that she actually did her debut song, uh, what was it called? I, I can't forget the name
0: of the song. Higher Place? Maybe? Uh, I, I don't somewhere. know the name of the song.
1: But it's like the, it's a famous pianist, and he made an exercise. So he's a teacher himself. Mm. He made a jazz exercise. The producer for her, seen it on Instagram, took it off Instagram, made a beat on it, and then that was her first song. And she made three million dollars off it. She? Do you think she knew? Now I ain't gonna speculate nothing. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm gonna say her team did not do a good background check at <laughs> all. Because she getting sued Man, for three no million right now.
0: That. Yeah, that's that's. Unfortunate. And
1: that's that's from a piano player though. And that's that's another thing that changed the game for me because it's like now I'm seeing musicians is really sticking up now because it's like nobody would ever even call a musician and be like, "Yo, I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to use your Instagram." Nobody about to do that. So the fact that he actually was like, "Yo, I'm about to sue these people. I'm about to sue her," you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not like he no slouch musician. He's one of yeah. the top jazz musicians in the world. And the producer took his music. Mm-hmm. So it was like me seeing that, y'all better get hip, bro. These stop taking samples. Don't That's- take people's music.
0: <laughs> Where and pay and pay. Just pay your people. Like if you do good, you gonna get good that's it period nah, that's it do good it, get good <laughs> yo what's so funny <laughs> just it and don't get caught <laughs> what's so funny is uh glasper he called out lauren hill facts. facts he called out B lauren hill he was like he's like yeah oh you mean the, the woman who stole all that music like we didn't pay her producers doing all the doing all yeah, the i didn't hear this? about that it was a, it was a big thing
1: this yeah. industry is crazy it was like, a like it's thing. very cutthroat so if you want to get into it, like Dante was saying earlier, like just learn the game, learn the landscape yeah. before you get involved in anything you do. For real for real. That kept yeah. That, catch, it, yeah, it's that kept me
0: out the game for a while. Like that that's one of the main reasons I didn't want to focus on music. Like you would hear all these horror stories. And this this is like maybe when I started thinking about it, uh it was like oh uh, they were talking about Illuminati in the music industry. Blah, 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 oh great. yeah, that's like, what like all it is, that. yeah. and I I was in high school, so I'm like, Why the fuck would I wanna <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would I wanna do that? So I started <laughs> studying it, studying and everything and just seeing how their business Operated, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is, uh, I gotta, I love music, but I gotta find a way to get my money. Exactly. And it was just like, that's why I should started tapping in with cryptocurrencies, started tapping in, looking and understanding stock markets, mm-hmm. understanding law. And it's like, okay, now I feel comfortable enough with the knowledge I have to proceed in. Exactly. This industry. I know I can defend myself because mm-hmm. man, they'll, they'll take advantage of you without in a heartbeat. And you, SFL. you
2: gotta have that team around you too, though. You just knowing yes. everything and, by yourself one man army ain't gonna get you nowhere it's
0: not gonna on that
1: cut team it. though yeah. I had to learn that the hard way myself cause I'm a man where it's like I like being solo I like being independent I like doing my own thing mm-hmm. so that's another thing that took me a long time is like me getting comfortable letting somebody else in you know what I'm saying to be able to come and learn how I do my things and how how we can help like push it forward so
2: how long did it take you to realize that you need more people and you can't just do
1: it by yourself uh, after my first venture probably took me another like two years for real, for real, before I really dove in head first and was like, okay, let's just do it. You know what I'm saying? Get a couple of people that surround me and then being with like-minded people too. Because not just a thing to like get with people that y'all not on the same page. Because it could be, the, y'all could be cool as hell. Y'all could be cool as hell. You know what I'm saying? But if y'all not on the same type of page, it's the business not going to go well. You got to see
2: the same vision.
1: Yeah. You got to have the same me. vision. That's all. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's one of the that's one of the hidden rules is create a good team and trust who you with. I don't think it's a hidden rule,
1: though. It's, man.
0: <laughs> You'd be surprised, well, bro. Because a lot because some people I, I'll say because people
2: say it's like a common thing that's it's kind of cliche. People just don't actually go through with it.
1: Exactly. Like everybody knows uh, there's no I in team thing. Everybody yeah. know that. But it's like when you implement that in your real life, it's actually a lot harder than people think, because yeah. then you're going to have to start really getting to know people.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we're so programmed, that, like, with hip-hop, it was, oh, I got on by myself. Ain't nobody do nothing Facts. for me. That's what I did. Like, <laughs> I can guarantee you got 30 people behind you that's, like, working in behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, like, like some people don't think, like, when you see a young rapper, like, somebody 18, like a Kodak Black, uh NBA young boy, they have, there's an OG behind them who been trying to do this for the past 20 years and couldn't figure it out mm-hmm. and it was like oh this young dude do it i understand the ink i understand the game i'm going to help you
2: and you're because you're talented enough to get there
0: yeah and it's like them young dudes not doing it and ain't nobody doing it by themselves nobody is doing it by themselves man another
1: another quote that i heard from this book or i read in this book was like a wise person doesn't learn from their own experience they learn from the experience of others mm-hmm. so it's like why would you even go that route if it's somebody already out there that's doing something that you want to do and you had an opportunity to talk to them and break it down why would you even that's, go the other route and try to make it harder for yourself yeah
0: that's But a, people do that we yes people to do I, that we people do artists do i see it all the time cuz you you'll hear horror stories for days about labels so people still they oh,
2: still going to sign still sign i want to i, sign. Yeah, still still sign. I, wanna, I definitely want to um Damn, what's what am I trying to say? I definitely want to put emphasis on the fact that it's not a bad thing to sign to a label. It's not. You it's just got to know it has to be on the terms you want, a situation you want.
1: And the only way you're going to get that for real, for real, is if you got leverage. And people got to mm-hmm. understand leverage. It's like, that's why you got to get that brand going first. Especially in the age we are now, it's like content. <laughs> so like through my company, that's another thing I'm pushing too. It's like, we're trying to give people a platform to get their content to be able to go to that next stage and be like, okay, I have this, I have Mm -hmm. this amount of followers, I have this amount of this. You know what I'm saying? So then you could go and have some leverage to get
0: that deal that you're trying to get. Mm -hmm. At least on a basic level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And proof the I say the proof is in the work you put in. Like it's out there. The formula's out there. Yeah. They're giving it out free game on YouTube every day. All day. YouTube (laughs) university is where you need this free game. Yeah. Anybody in high school just graduated high school, not don't know what to do. Get on go, YouTube. Go on YouTube and type in get some shit. Get on YouTube. It's more than just well, music videos. You gotta, you gotta got
2: be specific with what you type it in because if you go down that, you go down that wormhole, bro. You ain't learning yeah, shit. You gonna be, be, be learning about a whole bunch nigga, of shit. you gonna do, be. Not on gonna Mars, be that's a fact. That's a fact.
1: That's a fact. You will definitely go down that rabbit hole. So you gotta be deliberate about what you like, what
2: you're yeah. trying to get out of it. Key terms. But turns, you can find anything.
1: Yeah. Man, definitely keep uh, pay attention too because like I don't know how much longer YouTube gonna be free either. Real, real, because them ads mm-hmm. getting a little quicker.
0: Them ads getting good. a little quicker, I man. Got, I got the ad blocker. They, they like, making you <laughs> watch them now, too. They making you watch them. That ain't there. as off <laughs> yeah, I'll be putting the ad blocker on there. They sneak through every now and then. I'll be mad yeah. as hell. I'm like, Ad, I'm ad blocker. blocker. Yeah, Chrome, Google Chrome ad blocker, add ons. You know what I mean? Chrome That's free store. game for y'all out there. Extensions. Yeah, you got it for me, you on, man. I got you, got you. Hell yeah. So, right now, so you're, what's your what's your, your dream like? Long term for Lamont J Music.
1: Uh, I want to have, so I guess you would say the the long term goal, or the end goal. Um, I eventually want to have like a school of sorts, uh, an artistic center that people can go in the community and learn different skills and trades. So I want to make that into a black owned trade school, essentially. That's hard. That's where I'm trying to go with it at the end of the day. So I want to take this, what I'm doing right now, craft it all together at the end of the day do my networking and meeting some different people hopefully at the end of the day i could come together with people and make a, something that would benefit the community as a whole which is a trade school because it's like that gives another option to people and it gives them something that they can see tangible results right off bat and especially if i'm going this route i'm using the same network that i got to get where i got to give people jobs through the trade school so it's like after you get done with the trade school i have these connections because i did it already mm-hmm. boom jobs that's far.
2: Yeah, honest. shit. Yeah. You you want to do it in Buffalo?
1: Facts. Definitely got to do that. Got to do that home. Yeah. <laughs> got to do that home. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's dope. It's like, it's so many people in the town doing dope shit. Like, me and my man just started a not for profit, and we're along the lines of we want to get that, mm. something like that similar going. So, definitely. Like, Bro, it's a big thing. like in.
1: education. You got to give value to people. It, yeah. it, once you give value, it's always going to pour it back to you.
0: Facts. And do not confuse going to school with getting the motherfucking education. Because that—that's mistake number one. Learning does not stop at the yeah, end of that bro. classroom. No, it does not. It definitely does <laughs> that's not. That's a fact.
1: But I mean, being young, though you gonna make your mistake. Like, man, it took a long time. Man, it took a long time to like really get the mental capacity to you know what I'm saying to understand exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, at least for me, it took me a long time to get here. Like my mental capacity, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you still young yeah. too, though, man. Yeah,
2: for real. Be feeling old. You <laughs> definitely look old with that beard now, too. And
1: uh, I feel like old man. I got a little girl now, so it's like hey. yes, sir. I got to care for her. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make sure that everything is. That's my forethought. Everything I do is like she's in the front of my mind because it's like I got to make sure that she's straight too. So I want to leave his legacy behind that she ain't got to worry for nothing.
2: That's hard. And I definitely seen that moment where you found out you were gonna be having a child, and like you just you just hit that switch and just. Bruh, it, Turn into a whole nother person. Mm-hmm. So I it definitely commend me. you for it. changed, that, me. bro.
1: Changed me, bro. For sure. Bro, bro.
0: Did that change reflecting your music? I, I can tell like the business side, but as far Man. as how you play.
1: It like it, it definitely helped me. Cause it's like now I I had a better vision for what I wanted. So now I knew how to craft what I was playing more. You know what I'm saying? So it's like before it was just like, I'm doing everything I I'm just free flowing. Like people just called me and they'd ask me to do stuff and I'm just like, okay. I just come there I don't really know what you want me to do, but I'll just play something. Yeah. But now it's like, once you get your own sound, your own flavor, you know what you want to do. Change the whole game. Cause now you got a, something that people want. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It it makes people want you because you have a certain thing.
0: Yeah. Acquiring value. Yeah. So shit. What's up? What's some of your, uh, like dream collabs? Who are some people that you looking to work with?
1: Man, I got to get in the room with Scott, Scott Storch. I'm Like we got to get in the room. It's gonna happen. They're I don't gonna, win. You gonna Shit. see this too. It's yeah, gonna, it, happen. It gonna happen. You gonna see this. We getting catch in up. the room. <laughs> in terms of like celebrities, I would definitely say Scott. I have to get in the room with Robert Glassford. Like all my idols, for real. real. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta be in the room. Uh, in terms of rappers, I probably go with like who do I really like right now? Hmm. I probably go with like a, a big crit like mm, a we'll yeah That's hard. I go with a big crit Or like a maybe if a Lupe come back out you want to do something real quick I mess with Lupe <laughs> I fuck with Lupe he
0: he been making me mad on Instagram right <laughs> I, I, had I had to unfollow him I had to unfollow him I'm like I love you bro But you're on <laughs> now nah, he has been
1: going crazy he has been going crazy What
2: about some people from Buffalo you want to collab with
1: Man it's a lot of talented people in Buffalo for sure uh let me shout out right now definitely want to get a collab going with my mans uh, jay young my boy jay young we got my boy Dion. uh who else we got i already did the clap like we said with tony um definitely trying to do another one with that amber simone she's uh doing really good right now
0: you work with her before or no
1: i never worked with her could, there's a lot of people i never worked with but it's like i want to work with them i,
0: I could plug you in oh that, man that'd be like yeah, yeah that's 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 my sister right there it's like
1: it's a lot of talented people but it's like just being in that room and that's the, when you learn to what a manager is for you know what I'm saying so now I'm understanding like okay now I'm at a point where a manager is necessary
2: all right so I know we gave uh, you gave a lot of games interview everything we talked about but what's the one thing you want to leave like the youth with throughout this after they watch this what's your message to the youth
1: man I would definitely say just don't give up definitely believe in yourself keep going like you're going to have a lot of moments where you're going to fall, but do not stop. Do not fall. Like, keep giving yourself up. Get up every single time. Try again.
0: Like, bet on yourself. That's the best Like, advice I can give. Bet on yourself. <laughs> Double down. Yeah, so, shit, we definitely appreciate you for pulling up for this little no label combo. Hell yeah, man. For the people, this is Lamont James. Lamont James Music. Yes sir. yes, sir. We out. Peace.